Hey, teacher friend, welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine. I hope that you are having a marvelous start to December. Well, actually, we're halfway through December. Can you believe it? This is such a special time because we are having our will spinning. There's excitement in the air, and it's not just for the holidays or the new year. It's because opportunity feels right around the corner. Isn't that so exciting? It is super exciting. I got a big smile on my face right now behind this microphone. I am cheering for you. I'm rooting for you. If you are really wanting to build this business, I am here for you. And if you're just kind of, you know, feeling out how this could actually be, what this actually looks like, I'm still right here behind you, cheering you on, knowing that God will make a way when it is the perfect timing. So just hold on to that. God is in control. He is going to make a way. In today's episode, we are going to cover some questions, some topics that I'm receiving in my inbox from all of you marvelous listeners. And this episode is going to touch base on collecting tuition, creating contracts, and determining discounts or payment plans for your micro school. This could even be for a preschool, any type of tutoring business, homeschooling business, whatever it is that you are trying to create because God has placed something in your heart. Today's episode is going to help you. Now, it's very important that you download our roadmap, which is in the show notes below. This is the roadmap, your eight steps to building your micro school or homeschooling business. This is your guide. And today's topic is going to cover actually step four. I know that many of us are not ready for this step, but I know the questions are brewing in your mind. So I want to give you clarity today so that you continue on the path of getting yourself free and making this an amazing business. We want to be financially sound when it comes to beginning this business. We do not want to face any hardships and we are trying to set ourselves up for success, communicate properly, and avoid any potential problems. We don't want any stress when it comes to deciding on tuition, collecting the payments, creating contracts. And trust me, as a teacher before, we've never had to collect money, right? For many of us who have come up through the ranks, started out as a classroom teacher, Sometimes this is the most difficult part. Or for some people, it might be the most unpleasant aspect of having your own business is because you do not feel comfortable taking payments or what to do in case there is a mix-up or someone doesn't make a payment or how do I actually even begin this whole process of collecting tuition. Today, I'm going to help you because we as great teachers, we do not want our ability to be impaired to get paid for the services that we provide. So today the nitty gritty is collecting tuition, creating contracts to support your payment collection, determining discounts and payment plans. Let's get into it. Welcome teacher to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable 
homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. All right, teacher friend, let's get into it. And I want to say thank you so much for asking questions. I have some really great questions coming through in my inbox through Facebook. I have many people in our Facebook community that reach out to me and ask me personal questions. And I encourage you to do this as well. So if you've not been a part of our Facebook group, please head on over there and feel free to message me. I would love to hear where you are from, what you are facing, and any questions that you have that can help you gain momentum and get started on your path to creating your own business. Now, I also want to mention, this is really, really exciting. This is a gift to you from now until the end of the holiday season. So for the next two weeks, I am offering all coaching packages to be 60 to 70% off because I know that many of you are going into this new year with a fresh new perspective and you want to do the big thing. And so for this reason, my gift to you for supporting this podcast for supporting this community, for pouring into your dream. I want to be able to give back to you and offer my time, offer my services. And so if you head on over to the website, www.teachersletyourlightshine.com, the link is in the show notes. Head on over there, check out our coaching packages. It's 60% off clarity coaching for one hour. If you are wondering what steps to take, if you need help transitioning, or transforming your idea into something that is real, take this opportunity to invest in yourself to determine, is this the right time? Is this an actionable step that I can take now? Or should I wait six months? Should I wait a year? If you need a renewed vision for teaching on your own terms, making a bigger impact and income, Clarity Coaching is for you. If you need the motivation, the confidence, the clarity as you begin this process of transitioning out of your current career. If you need less overwhelm, you need more direction, you need your questions answered, you need breakthroughs and fears and challenges. If you want to be able to walk away with action steps, getting you into momentum, gaining confidence, clarity coaching is great for you. It's one time, one hour, but you will walk away with more insight. And I promise you, teacher friend, That is priceless. I have invested in myself when I was scared and didn't think that I even had financial means to invest in myself for this business. And God always provided and he always connected me with people who helped set me free. Another option is if you're like, I'm going in, I want this. I know that this is for me. You want to launch your school quickly and effectively so that you can begin profiting. Then you will definitely want to head on over and check out our micro school business builder. It is the intensive jumpstart coaching program. It is 70% off. You are going to be able to have an organized process to help you sort out all of your ideas, streamline a plan of action, 
We use the eight-step business model roadmap that is on the Teachers Let Your Light Shine website. If you're a part of the Facebook group, you already have access to this. You can also get it off of our website, but you are going to have actionable steps to secure your location, your materials, your funds. You're going to be able to jumpstart your micro school, become an entrepreneur. You're going to walk away with the business blueprint. All the way, steps one through four is what we'll be covering so that you can walk away. You've got your business blueprint. We've done the legal research. We have your action steps and you are ready to go out and get your first set of students. I know, it's a big thing. And then if you're like, okay, I wanna go from beginning all the way to the end, you can check out our deluxe coaching program where it's business building 101. We go all the way through eight steps. Not only are you gonna have your business blueprint, but you're gonna be able to market and message. You're gonna have your quarters planned out. You're gonna have your game plan for launching your first year. Go check out the website. It's all written out in plain view for you to see what you can get through our one-on-one coaching for several sessions, and I pray it blesses you. Okay, let's get into a small piece of step four. This is this topic falls underneath step four, building your business blueprint. Okay, so this is just a part of it, but when it comes to collecting your payments, contracts, all of that goes into having your business blueprint. You cannot let this part get you all tangled up because I understand collecting money can either be fun or it can be a little rocky. Maybe it makes you uncomfortable. It depends on your money mindset. It depends on your experience and ever having to charge for a service. But we're going to take the fear out of this because number one, we are going to write up a contract. Mm -hmm. This is the first most wise precaution step in the process of getting paid on time and making sure that you are financially set up for success. A contract has many components. It's not cumbersome, but there are many moving parts and one part of a contract will include how you collect tuition payments. I spent quite a bit of time creating a contract because I wanted to make sure it was very thorough and helpful not only to myself, but also my parents. And by taking the proper precautions to set up your business relationship in the first place, you can save yourself and your clients a lot of stress down the track. What's more important is that all of the prep work that you put in at the beginning is going to help you feel and look more professional. So let's talk about this contract a little bit when it comes to the tuition part. Of course, people have to pay. It allows you and your client to know that your services are of value. We all have financial obligations, the parents and you as the business provider. So a parent would not expect to go to the grocery store and say, well, can I pay next Thursday? So I want you to really examine your feelings on this. We want to be flexible, but this is an area where we truly have very little latitude. So having a contract in place sets all of this uncertainty to the side. It sets the tone immediately. Tuition policies should be covered thoroughly upon enrollment to prevent any misunderstandings or any miscommunication. There's also a late fee policy, point by point. And this is just security for you. Trust me, get it done out of the way before you actually open up your school. You do not want to go, uh uh-oh, what if somebody doesn't pay? 
or what if they pay late, you want to make sure that it is in your contract and that you communicate nicely and professionally upon enrollment. In your contract for tuition payments, you definitely want to make sure you break down their options for paying. This gets into determining payment plans, your hourly rate if you were only tutoring a few hours per week, or maybe a student is only going to come to your micro school or your preschool or your tutoring business part-time, then you can break it down into an hourly rate, or you can have your yearly tuition broken down into semesters, quarters, or months. Now, I have teachers asking me, which one do I prefer? And my question back to the teacher is, how much security do you need? It really depends on how much of a liability it is for someone to pay you monthly. If you are the only one in your family making an income and it's through this business, you definitely want to protect yourself because they, in your contract, you will state that when parents pay the semester tuition, the yearly tuition, the quarter tuition, whichever one you decide, that There are stipulations if they ever try to get out of the contract. For an example, if they're moving, this is up to you. But let's say a student starts and parents come across a situation where they are either not able to physically bring their child to your school or they are not able to keep up with the financial aspect of it. Now you are out those funds or you are having to be put into a situation where you need to market for more students. So this is almost like an insurance policy. If a child is to leave before the contracted time, you need to have guidelines in place for if the situation were to ever arise. Now, relationships are most important, as we know. There are going to be some families that may not be able to pay a full year's tuition up front or a semester's tuition up front. This is where relationships really matter. This is a face-to-face conversation. This is an agreement and you might have to write up the contract a little bit differently for these parents because let's face it, if you have a student coming or wanting to attend your school, but their parents are not in a financial place to be able to give you a full year's tuition up front, let's say 10, 12, $13,000, whatever it is that you're charging, are we just going to let them walk away or are we going to try to find a system to help these parents get their child into your school. So you can possibly write up your contract a little bit different for them. Or you can say, I'm going to be a stickler about this. It's a yearly tuition, it's a semester tuition, or it's a month-by-month tuition. However, if you decide to pay month-by-month, the cost is going to be more expensive. Maybe it is an additional $10 to $20 extra if they are paying monthly. So for an example, say your yearly tuition is 10000 If they want to break it up into semester, it'd be 5000 semester one, and then 5000 for semester two. The 5000 at the very beginning is due, let's say, August 1st, and the 5000 for the next semester would be due December 1st. If they choose to pay monthly, you could say, well, $10,000 divided by 10 months is $1,000 a month, but since you're paying monthly, you may choose to have a $20 extra payment fee on top of that. So instead of $1,000 a month, they would pay 1020 
And hey, you could get real fancy and you could even say, at the end of the year, if all payments were made, I will hold that $20 or $30 or $40 that you're charging extra each month and give it back to you as a return. You could do that as well. Or you could choose to be cut and dry and say, here's what it is. It's an extra $20 a month if you're going to pay this way. Bottom line, it's up to you. This is your business. You make it customizable. And in addition, curriculum cost. Those are due immediately for sure in your contract. The day that the student signs up, there's the curriculum fee that needs to be paid and also a non-refundable deposit, which I highly suggest should be 10% of the total tuition at the very beginning. Let's say they sign up in June, they're going to pay the curriculum fee, and then they're also going to pay 10% of the total tuition. So if your total tuition is $10,000 in June, whenever they sign up, you are going to collect the curriculum fee, the $1,000, 10%, and then you can explain to parents that that will be taken off at the very end of the school year for their second semester payment. So for an example, if the child starts in August, they would pay the $5,000. Then come December for the next payment, they would only pay $4,000 because that $1,000 at the very beginning was held for their last tuition payment. But it's a security deposit for you. I hope that this is making sense. I lay it out very, very explicitly as I'm coaching teachers. It's a fun process with many options But I want you to see that when you sit down, maybe you want to talk with a financial advisor, definitely talk to your spouse and come up with what feels most safe and also convenient for you. And in addition, with this non-refundable deposit, when it's due at the time of acceptance, it reserves a place for that child. Say they sign up in June and then in July they find out that they're moving well, you still hold on to that $1,000. That was their security deposit. You could also, as I had mentioned earlier, we could talk about discount plans. You could say, if you have a second child, it's $100 off tuition. You could make discount plans for if they recruit another student to your school, you could give them $100 off their tuition payment. You could also say, if you pay up front, I will give you $100 off your tuition payment. If you pay by semester, I'll give you $100 off the tuition payment. You could factor those in. Maybe you even want to say, I'll give you $200 off your yearly tuition if you pay up front. So you can give incentives for parents to pay in full. This, again, comes back to having really great relationships with your parents. You do not want to have this transactional relationship where I have your student, here's your student back at the end of the day, thank you for your payment, see you next week, right? That's not how we set up really successful schools. We know that. We are teachers. We are definitely running a business, but this is a wholesome, good business that comes from our soul. It's not mandated by state standards. This is your business and the gift that you have to offer families. Another factor to consider is whether or not you're going to have extended hours. I do not have extended hours. However, 
You may charge for like a breakfast club if parents need an extra hour in the morning. Or let's say the rainbow club if they want to stay an extra hour late past the contracted time. I personally do not have that set up. I have thought in the future I could do such a thing. However, I personally would not want to provide that service. I would hire additional staff to help me when that day comes. So just keeping that in mind, if you do want to have an hourly rate before school or after school, and are you going to be the one to provide that service or are you going to hire someone else? For an example, I was thinking it would be so great to have a high school senior come in at the end of their day and work with the kiddos who stay for the next two hours. And let's say you charge $15, $20 an hour for students to stay at extended day, you could pay someone to come and help you do this. And then you are increasing your income. And of course, let's say there are five students. Let's say you're going to charge, let's just start with 10. Let's say there's five students, you're going to charge with $10 an hour. That's $10 an hour for five students, two hours a day. That is an extra $100. That's an extra $100 in a day by providing, let's say, the Rainbow Club. And then you are paying someone, let's say, $20 or $25 to come and oversee those students. Now you've just profited $75. Hello, thank you. Yes, 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 free. This is free coaching for you right now. There are many ways that you can make an additional income. Yes, yes, yes. And I know that we touched base a little bit on sibling discounts. I have two siblings in my school. I actually did not give a discount. I didn't. They're my neighbors. I love them very much. But I started out this business. I did not give a discount. I knew that I was already undercutting the market. Their children attended private school, so they are already getting a discount from me. That does not mean that I will not later on in the future. It just was not going to be financially feasible for me to begin offering sibling discounts. But feel free to do so yourself. In your contract, you may also want to include a late charge for pickup. If there's any time that you know, listen, I have to be out of here by 3.30. I have to go get my daughter at middle school. Please be on time. If not, it's going to be, I remember working at a preschool. It was a dollar a minute. It was a dollar a minute. Now, I personally have not had to face this because again, it's about relationships I clearly stated to the parents, I have to leave here by 3.35, 3.40 at the latest. Please have your child picked up on time. And here's the deal. Things happen. There's traffic accidents. People get stuck at lights. There's a miscommunication between a husband and a wife. These things happen. So, you know, you don't have to be a hardcore stickler, a dollar a minute, you were here 30 minutes late. You have a relationship with parents. More than likely, for an example, if someone says, I'm stuck at the light, they'll text me and that way I know. And of course, I'm not charging for that. And I've never had to charge anyone a late pickup fee. But that's not to say that you shouldn't prepare for this. You know, we are not a big school with administrators and secretaries who can help us 
if a time arises that a child is not picked up on time. So just please keep that in mind. And of course, personally, I don't want to come off intrusive whenever I'm speaking with parents. I don't want them to think that I'm nickel and dining them. Did I just say dining? Dining. I don't want to nickel and dine people. It's just a mutual respect about your time, your services, and what they are ultimately sacrificing in order for their child to come and be taken care of by you and to be offered a really great education from you. There's a mutual respect and accountability. I do have two more topics that I want to talk about, and that is financial aid, and that is how to collect payments. There is here in the United States, specifically in Florida, we have the Gardner Scholarship, where students who have a disability, they are given an allotted amount through the scholarship to pay for full-time tutoring. Now, if you are a teacher who specializes in students with disabilities, this is an amazing advantage because some students can get their whole entire tuition paid for. And we all know that children go through the system and have either been falsely identified as having a learning disability or maybe have not been labeled as having a learning disability. But let's say that there is a student who has an acute learning disability or, you know, has been labeled falsely. I'm, this isn't here nor there. I'm not in charge of all of that. But I will say as an instructional coach, watching students go through the process of getting ESC services, we know that there are times where there can be children fall through the cracks on either side, either being diagnosed with a disability or not being. So just keep that into perspective. If a child receives a scholarship having a disability, they can receive full paid tuition for full-time tutoring. And that's what I offer is full-time tutoring. And so a child with a disability can get their full tuition paid for. And guess what? That scholarship program, the Gardner Scholarship Program, will cut a check to you from their resources. Now, if a parent says, well, my child has a Gardner scholarship, but they haven't received the funds yet, then the parent is still responsible until the funds arise and come to the parent. So the parent pays until the scholarship program pays the parent back. But then eventually the scholarship program can also pay you. Just want to make sure in your contract that you state that parents will be responsible until the scholarship has been completely paid for. I also know that there are some states where homeschooling families get an allotment. That is so neat. That's not here in the state of Florida, but I know in other states there are families or in other countries that get an allotment of money if they homeschool. And so those parents, if they're sending their child to you, they will be able to give that allotment strictly to you. So if the tuition is $10,000, they get an allotment of $3,000, then they can take that allotment and provide it to you for taking care of their child. And last but not least, invoices. I use QuickBooks to send out invoices, but you can also collect payment through Zelle, PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, Check, Cash, I use all of those as acceptable payments and they come directly to my banking account. I hope that you found that this episode has been useful and allows you to 
really think about your contract and how you can best serve families while also protecting yourselves. Head on over to the Facebook community and also check out our packages in the website below to see if coaching is right for you. And until next time, keep shining your teacher life. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.